So you were in a serious Zoom meeting. I had to call Dave to come and get rid of the dead bird's wing because it's freaking me out a lot. Okay. That's yeah. a mark. I, I haven't I haven't recorded a bit before this, but I'm gonna leave that in. <laughs> and let let anybody listening make what they will of it. <laughs> we haven't had our normal uh, our normal earlier chat, so um uh, you're looking very well. Thank you very much. You Look are at also that. Looking Look at that well. straight away. I, I phone call from somebody a bit professional to the end. You know yourself. Feel free to answer. No, you're fine. Uh, you are you're a loud answer because I was throwing the ball for the dog. Exactly. The of this, and so, you will be yeah. throwing the ball for the dog, I would say, quite soon again. Well, the ball has been returned to me and she wants her, her due because it is her time. She's very patient. She'll leave the ball and then she'll go stand on the other side of the room or outside. She can go either way. She quite likes it inside these days. Mm-hmm. And with one foot in the air, yeah. waiting patiently. I just threw the ball a second to go. It's already back. Ah. Right, it's going to be one of those podcasts where it's yes. a ball throwing podcast, but Stevie will be the star. <laughs> yeah, um, and my dad's liable to walk in the middle of it as well. Oh, very he's, good. He's here. I'm in his house. Well, we had so, your I mean, we had your mum. Yeah, we had your mum walking in a couple of weeks ago. That's true. I always make it sound like my parents live in different houses. I'm always like, oh, it's, it's, I'm in my dad's house. I'm in my parents' house. I don't know why I separate them. <laughs> I don't mean to. Well, it's both their house. Well, you know, maybe that's not the way they see it. Maybe that's... <laughs> he probably <laughs> thinks of it as his house. It's actually the dog's house. All houses belong to the dog. <laughs> exactly. We know that now. That is it. That's it. Um, she's here now and the ball's been returned. And this is what my life has become. You are going to be seriously concentrating on this, obviously, for the next 30 minutes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm ready to go. Okay, well, let us go. <laughs> and we're only, we're only two minutes in. Normally, we're a good five before we get to the start. Want to do the first piece? Uh, Can you remember? (laughs) Yes. Hello and welcome to Look At Will You Listen. Two old radio heads going through six topics in about 30 minutes with their opinions and stories thrown in. And bear in mind, we don't know what each other's subjects are. So I have three and Neve has three and um, that's it really. We don't know what we're going to talk about. Much the same as when we were on the radio. Much the same, although you used to come with these uh, very detailed notes (laughs) that were very well laid out and into this song and out of that song and... All the things so you know that that could possibly be said in the middle. Yes, it was very impressive. Well, yeah. you always come in with your notes as well. When you're on the radio on your own, you've got to have your notes well done because there's no one to save you. Correct, as I found out again <laughs> over the last two weeks being in there live. Did you enjoy it? It was good fun. Um, yes. I my memory's not what it used to be. I don't believe you for a second. You're I'm... as sharp as a razor. <laughs> Just, it's very early in the morning. Do you know that? Oh you, God, no, listen. So no one knows it better than you. And I, 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 uh, I did enjoy the two weeks of, of the gold breakfast. But um, you know, I, I wouldn't be wanting to do it all the time. I, I, at my age, I think I've done enough of that kind of thing. I did it for a couple of years. Yeah. And I but loved you're young. It for a couple of years. But I was in my thirties, and mm-hmm. it was very enjoyable. And then, I. It's so funny because I'm such a night owl. I'm not a morning person. It. I never slept in. I was always awake before my alarm. I never, and I, I was just imagining me kind of waking up casually at nine o'clock one day and realizing I'd missed the whole show. Yeah. But it never happened. It's so funny. You just adjust. You do adjust. And I find even this week, I'm waking up before the alarm at a quarter to six. Yeah. My adrenaline gets me up before the alarm because I know I'll be killed 
Oh, you'd be there. totally killed. I remember totally I did it. Killed. I did it on an ongoing basis back when in my my mid twenties I had had a breakfast show in Dublin. Yes, and um, it was. Uh, listen, it's a young person's game. It's not something I would be keen to do again uh, on an ongoing basis. Good fun to do uh, as a filler. Uh, are you calling Will Leahy a young person? Well, he's a little bit younger than me. <laughs> he's only a young one um, yeah he's great at getting up in the mornings this is he's, it um, very very motivated yeah. he, he is um, the other thing that was hard was he used to do a night music show and oh yeah finished finished at 2 o'clock in the morning then you wouldn't sleep till about 6am because you'd be so yep. buzzed from from having you know done your best to get from A to B without That's making it. any mistakes of course you were doing <laughs> Sleepy Radio on uh, RT Radio 1. It's uh, <laughs> 2 o'clock in the morning and it's Sleepy Radio. Here's some sleepy songs. Uh, hey, hello to all you night people out there. And then you have to remember the people who are working. Is I just got yeah. headbutted in the leg because I didn't throw the ball. Throw the ball. Did throw you, the ball. Don't you headbutt me. Do you headbutt me. There we go. Um, yeah, she just came and boom with her head. Um, yeah, but you have to remember the people who are working and the people who are driving trucks. I started off on... on, on larger radio station doing overnights but I always treated it as a daytime program so I wasn't it wasn't kind of uh, here's some more REO Speedwagon and some other sleepy songs for you I treated it as a a daytime program because most people who were up at that hour of the night were going to sleep and if they were or sorry were were working and if they weren't well then they weren't listening to the radio to go to sleep they turned off the radio to go to sleep was my view anyway that was that I got the video of your dog swimming Champion. Um, I didn't put it. I didn't put it up. I must give it to Mel because I want to cut out the piece, as you say, of you going. Oh look at Stevie! Oh Stevie! Oh look at Stevie! Stevie's brilliant. I can make you a uh, version with music, with stock music behind it, <laughs> exactly. and I'll um, I'll make you a make you a suitable version. But I just thought she was brilliant. She's and can great. I say? Oh yeah. And yeah. can I say it wasn't just you? It was Dave as well. Exactly. Stevie swimming. Yeah. Look at the dog swimming. We're desperate. We're those people and we're shameless about being those people yes. and we're obsessed with our dog and that is the way That's that it way. is. It was always the way it was going to be. Uh, but she just she just followed us into the sea randomly one day and started swimming like a little tiny black and tan torpedo. That, she was a good a good swimmer. Uh, listen, She's why don't fast. why don't we start the podcast? Why don't you do oh, your yeah. piece? Well, everyone wants to hear about my dog. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> cough, cough. Shay, Shay, regular listener Shay is not a fan of Stevie, so um, you'll, you'll need to kind of go from one minute to 6.47 to uh, cut that piece out. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I think Shay needs to get a litter of puppies. <laughs> I think Shay would be very happy if yes. he had a litter of Yorkies swimming around. Do you think? Yeah, they're very, they're very um, uplifting. Well, I have actually put in a special piece just for Shay. Oh, very on. good. Yes, I'm going to get to this to this piece and I'm going to do it quickly because you have to get your piece in okay. My current affairs piece this day is robot trees in Cork. Oh, I saw them. Robot trees. They cost 350k and they actually sound amazing. They clean pollutants from the air uh, but they've sprouted calls for one million real trees to be planted instead. Uh, the examiner is saying uh, the headline says costly and ineffectual gimmicks says atmospheric scientist but they sound like a great idea in theory. Five high-tech moss-covered city trees are being installed to tackle air pollution, but they also have inbuilt sensors to collect air quality data, TV screens to share info about air quality, and they feature a charming built-in chair to act as street furniture. So they're not to replace trees. A tree takes in carbon dioxide and releases oxygen, as we know. 
says uh, the operations director of Cork City Council. <laughs> Deep breath, me. Deep breath, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, the city trees, they take in particulate matter dust from diesel engines and burning fossil fuels and capture the dust, uh, eating the dust, so it takes 80% of, the, of that out of the air. And they're multi-purpose, providing high-quality seating, uh, big TV screens to disseminate information about air quality, but some scientists and activists and politicians are now saying that thousands of trees are needed instead rather than this. And it's better for your mental health. They, they, so look, they look a bit like beehives. They do. Um, when, I, when I said robot tree, when I saw a robot tree, I was really surprised at how they look. Yeah. They do look exactly like very large beehives and they're kind of wooden-y bits on yeah. the outside. And... Uh, I wouldn't have known they were robot trees to look at them. They're unusual looking yokes. Yeah. yeah. Big, I, huge beehives. I think um, I saw saw a bit on the news, the, it was the nine o'clock news maybe during the week, and uh, people were not overly impressed with them. Uh, again, I think people were just saying, let's just grow some trees instead. Just grow some trees. Better for biodiversity. But uh, I appreciate the sentiment, hmm. and I'm interested to find out more. Oh. Yes. Are you going to go to Cork to find out more? I may go to Cork to find out more. I'm going to ask them all about their robot trees. I'm sure they'd love that. <laughs> I'm sure they would. Why? I'm just here to Hello, inquire I'm here about... here to talk about your trees. Have you met my dog? <laughs> um, Look yeah, at my dog. So... It's only a small dog, like. She's from Kerry herself, so... <laughs> the dog is? The dog is from Kerry. I didn't know that. Yeah. She's from the Shoal, and she's great. Mm. Yeah. And she's uh, really funny because she's from a rural area outside the Shoal. And she absolutely, 100% hates the countryside in every way and only <laughs> wants to be an urban animal or a beach girl. But she hates the countryside, which is really weird. Oh. But those are my current affairs. We now have robot trees. Can't go wrong what with are, a robot tree. Well, apparently, you can. <laughs> well, exactly. <laughs> this article. Do apologize. But, uh, what is your current affairs, please? The FBI is investigating what one commercial airline pilot said might have been an airborne person with a jetpack. In the what? busy skies near LAX. That's brilliant. That's so much better than robot trees to elaborate. <laughs> so impressed. I'm so annoyed that this, you came up with that one. This guy has been around okay. before, right? And he, he goes around at about 5,000 feet altitude on, on one of those jetpacks. Have you ever seen the people on the jetpacks? Yes, I am on the internet I have. Well, I, I was in Malta um, years ago. What were we doing there? We were doing something with a radio station. And uh, oh. in, in the bay, there was this guy. Now, he was on a jetpack, but he was he was kind of tethered to something. So he couldn't go up very high. Um, they look exceptionally dangerous. I mean, it, it's just a jetpack going straight up, a, a, a kind of a power thing, uh, air coming out, pushing you up. So if you tilt it in the wrong way, you just go straight over. Yes, I have seen that also. On yeah, the which is with hilarious consequences. With but hilarious consequences. The LA Times reported that the Boeing 747 pilot radioed a report of a possible jetpack man around 6.12pm Wednesday, according to a recording from the live website, sorry, the website Live ATC. Again, up around 5,000 feet, which is a long way up for that thing. And like LAX is a very, very busy airport. Yes, I imagine that airspace is full of large planes, mm-hmm. big, bigger than a man in a jetpack, that could come out at you from any angle and have not hilarious but fatal consequences. Absolutely. I, I remember being over there and I never saw as many of the Boeing, not the Boeing, the, the, the double-decker Airbus thing, the A380. There were loads of them. I'm a bit of a plane anorak. They look great, you know, but, but coming in like 
every every couple of minutes. But um, it is a very busy airport. You're not one of the people who stands uh, beside the airport with binoculars. No, because most of okay. the planes that come into to Dublin are just the same. Okay. I like to I like to see a different plane. That's interesting. I have friends who have apps and they know exactly which plane is going where at what time and they find it fascinating. That would be Flight Radar 24. I know <laughs> of an evening when I'm sitting at home and I'm, and I'm practicing my Spanish and something goes over, I'll click in to see what it is. I, I know there's a, wow. there's a DHL one goes over around five past nine every night, followed by a, um, uh, what's the other crowd, DPD plane and then a FedEx plane. Wow! Oh, yeah. I'm always. I love when people have funny hobbies. Like it's not funny. It's but not, it's, no, no, I can see you're looking at me and funny, saying you're sad. But, uh, but <laughs> it's just. I, I tell you what, it's great for if you're sitting in the airport waiting on a plane. Wait, waiting. Say you're on your holidays in Spain and you're coming home. You can see your plane coming in oh, to pick you up. Good. It's very useful. And you know yes. exactly whether it's going to be late or early or whatever because the time is on the thing. So flight radar twenty four. It's great. It's it's just it's very anarchy, but it's great. It is anarchy. I like anarchy stuff because it shows passion and kookiness. Yeah, thank you. Something you have in abundance. <laughs> Something I have in abundance, not in relation to planes, no, but in no. relation to other things. Yeah. Uh, but I will not be getting a jetpack anytime soon because I, that just sounds dangerous. I think you should. It'd be great fun. It would be great fun. I have terrible balance. I can see it being absolutely lethal. I would say yeah. I would join you on that. I think if either of us got one, we'd be dead fairly quickly. You couldn't handle fly swatting the other week. <laughs> exactly. So I don't think you should get a jetpack for your birthday. No, no, no. And my daughter, um, the other day, she was trying to kill a fly and jumping up with, with, with a thing trying to get... Don't do that. You know what happened no. to me. You know what happened. Yep. With it. Yeah. Uh, it's just the Dunn family should stay away That's from it. flies. One broken foot, please. And uh, by, the way, by the way, ankle. can I have a sprained ankle on the other side? Oh, thanks very much. <laughs> It's for balance. You've got to be balanced <laughs> exactly. you know, on both sides. If you're hobbling on one side, it's no good. You can't just be a dope on one side. You've got to be on twi- both sides. What have you got for... Um, what's next? Uh, it's not called... It is culture, isn't it? Oh, it is. It culture. is culture. What have you got? Hello, sh- hello Shay. Okay, yeah. Um, Roll the box. Yes. The physical and emotional health benefits of living with a dog. Mm. From RTE Brainstorm. RTE.ie. You didn't write this, did you? I did the voiceover <laughs> for the podcast. Right, there, there you go. So that's you're getting paid for to do the bit and you're doing research for this at the same time. Well, I thought it was great. Yes. <laughs> I love those Archie brainstorm articles because they're written by academics, but they're written in a language that you can understand if you're not in that particular area. So it would be like the history of Irish stamps and why they're really interesting. And you think, I don't know if that's going to be interesting. And then you read it and you're like, oh. That's interesting. <laughs> Yeah, and why women should lift more weights is one that I did recently. Uh, which, which uh, there was the ten things that ten benefits of weightlifting for women and resistance training, which is very good. Listen, your 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 uh, experience on breakfast radio is a huge help with this. We talk that kind of crap in the morning. Yes, we do, but it sticks with you because it's interesting and it's true. Yes. Anyway, human canine bonding, special relationship, Shay, that exists between people and dogs, Shay. For centuries, Shay, people have been labelled as... Oh, no, wait, dogs have been labelled as man's best friend, offering unconditional love and loyalty to their human companions. So I got paid to do this in the original, so you should, <laughs> you should be giving me something now. Although exactly. I did give it more oomph when I was doing it. Oh, obviously you're paid for it. You're going to get more out. You're going to give it more, aren't you? Give it more. So the, uh, the human canine grave originally dates back more than 14,000 years. The first kind of... first Now, someone has rung the doorbell and my canine is yipping. <laughs> That's really unfortunate. So yeah, 14,000 years ago, we loved dogs. 
and we still love dogs and they actually have lots of benefits so what do we get in return for putting up with a year of toy training and <laughs> They give back in spades. They support your emotional and physical well-being. They also improve your quality of life, Shay, and thereby inadvertently increase your life expectancy. So Shay will not be laughing when I live to 113. Shay, I'd so, say you have about two minutes of this left. Just, just skip on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, so stop yipping. Um, so when they're not yipping, they produce oxytocin in our brains. And that increases our feelings of relaxation, trust, and empathy. They reduce stress and anxiety, which means probably that my skin's going to look more amazing as I'm 113. Mm -hmm. And uh, they, the process of empathy occurs through the natural affection we feel for animals, which can be compared to the affection we feel for our children. So anyone who says, I'm crazy and I treat the dog like a child, yes, I do. And this article has now validated that. So dog owners... We have greater self-esteem, greater self-efficacy, we're physically healthier, we're less lonely, we're more outgoing, and we benefit from healthier relationships than non-dog owners. And that sounds like it's worth pet insurance, 25 quid a month, Stevie. So I that appreciate it. 25 quid a month, 300 quid a year. It's, it's punchy. Yes. Yes. But the only thing is, anything to do with a dog, if they do have to uh, go to the vet and whatever, it is expensive. It is, but now it's now. Hello, Dad. Hello, Dad. <laughs> Dad has walked in. <laughs> Actually, you can tell him I just got, I got a thing from Shane in Bundoran this morning thanking me for, for oh. something I did. There you go. A nice little handwritten note saying thank you for doing the voiceover on his on the Welcome to Bundoran podcast. And he's done 150 of them. Oh, wow. Well, you do the best voiceovers. Ah, you're very good. You do. Uh, I'm going to move when I move rooms. Okay, sorry, Dad. <laughs> it's all staying in. It's all staying We're in. We're keeping it real. Dad's taking food out of the fridge now. Okay. Well, he does. He want to start. Does he want to start playing with the dog? <laughs> the dog wants to play with him. Mm. Um, yeah. So, uh, sorry. I'm, I'm just going to move to the back room. <laughs> he knows what you're like. Neve is moving actually, away. Huh? Dad is actually on the way to Bundorn. Oh, Shane. There you yes. go. Uh, and he can stop into the tourist office and say hello to Shane. Yeah, exactly. Because uh, Dad is from Bundorn. And, and can I just go. say for anybody listening yes. for the first time, yes, we are not one of those slick podcasts. They're the other ones that we make here. This is this is all real. You can definitely cut that last bit out. <laughs> I don't think we will. <laughs> God. But Dad is on his way to Bundoran. Sugar, I left my phone in the kitchen with all my notes on it. Anyway, um, yes, so uh, he is going swimming. He is going fi- tuna fishing. Tuna oh, fishing? Eventually, yes. And Do they have tuna up there? Bundoran. They have a tuna boat going out from Killy Beggs. Right. So that's what he's off to do. Oh, good for him. Yes. So he's going back to the family house in Madorn first. Hmm. Lovely time. Very good. Well, uh, let let Dad enjoy that. Yes. What is your culture piece? We're, we're, I, I have a couple of them. I'm trying to decide which one to go with. And I was working late last night and then did this. So I'm trying to figure... I'll do this one. Um, a revolver that killed one of the most famous wanted men in the Wild West 140 years ago is to be uh, auctioned off in Bonhams. Are you familiar with Billy the Kid? 
Absolutely, yes. Okay, so Billy the Kid was a gunslinger. He killed about eight people. Pat Garrett uh, eventually caught him and shot him. And there's a great movie. Bob Dylan starred in it, Pat Garrett and Billy the Kid, uh, from the 70s. Sam Peckinpah, I think, did the uh, directed it. And it, it was murder. It, it was it was cut. It was it was the studio took it off him, and they they did the cutting, and it was shocking. And then in the in the late 80s, Sam Peckinpah got it back and cut it the way he wanted to. And it's now a bit of a classic, but Packard and Billy the Kid. Knocking on Heaven's Door, the song, I can see you're bored, I'm sorry. Um, no, 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 Knocking on Heaven's Door by Bob Dylan was from it. Um, I'm not bored. I'm trying to think, did I actually do uh, an introduction to that once on the telly going into Billy the Kid on Christmas Day on RTE1? I'm trying to think. I think it was because I've definitely seen it. Oh. Because my dad loves anything Western and we love anything Bob Dylan, so that would bring... I'm pretty sure that that was on the telly in the yeah, last 10 years. it probably would have been. I'm not, it's it's a reasonably good movie but again Billy the Kid this this gun is going to go up for sale it's 140 years old how much do you think that it's going to go for? 140 years old with that kind of legacy it's really uh, the heritage isn't it? I'm going to I'm going to get it horribly wrong I'm going to say 15,000 euros thousand dollars they reckon well let's put it to you this way in 2008 Bonham sold Billy's gun for 64,350. Oh, okay. And so this is I'm the one off. that killed him. Okay. And it's it's okay. all it's all authenticated the whole lot. Would you get six figures? They're reckoning 2 to 3 million dollars. What? Yep. <laughs> Well, that's a piece of memorabilia that my dad will not be acquiring. Exactly. Well, which, which brings me on to my collection. Yes, your famous collection. My famous collection. Five pieces now? No, or one. Where we? Just the okay. one. Okay, just still the one. Okay. My collection yeah. of a CD uh, signed by Brian Wilson <laughs> and Mike Love. That's the collection. That's my collection. I bought it for about $90, <laughs> right? And yes. after seeing this yesterday, I decided to see if I could find something similar and see how much it was. So yes. I found um, a, a, a photograph, not a, a photograph, uh, another signed thing by Brian Wilson and Mike Love. How much, okay. do you, how much do you think that's going for on eBay? 45 quid, depending on what it is. Bear in mind now, I, I got mine for $89. I'm going to say 45 euro. $285. Oh, good, it went up. I thought this was going to be a sad story. No, 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 no. My collection yes. only only goes one way, baby cakes. <laughs> I thought this was going to be one of those terrible stories where you broke one leg and sprained the other. Um, <laughs> I'm so happy for you. It has tripled in value. Exactly. Amazing. They're not laughing now. No, I was just going to say, no one is going to laugh at your collection of one thing Exactly. Now. I, I actually went on to see if I could buy something else so that I could have a collection of two, and I couldn't find anything. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what I'm interested in, I think, is the real problem. You know? I don't know how you can't get that for free with all of your radio connections, but you must have met all of these people at some point. The signed Brian... I'll tell you the worst thing. I, did I tell you that story about um, not meeting Brian Wilson? No, no. See, I knew there was a sad story coming out. Yeah, it is too. Years ago, I'm a big Brian Wilson fan, big, big Beach Boys fan. And I was the program director in Atlantic 252 years ago. And the record companies would take it to places and do whatever we wanted. And a mate of mine was the, the head of RCA. And was it RCA at the time? It was, uh, and he was over. He brought a couple of people over to interview Brian Wilson because he had just released a, a new album. It must have been 19, mid, mid 90s, maybe. Uh, maybe early 90s and he said to me afterwards I, I was telling him I, I, he said I was over over in LA uh, uh, Brian Wilson blah 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 I said oh jeez I'd love to do that well I didn't know you were a Brian Wilson fan I would have brought you over 
Oh, so close, so far, so painful. Exactly, and like genuine, because I, I knew the guy quite well. He wasn't spoofing. He would have brought me over uh, to meet Brian Wilson. Oh, that's awful. I'm really sorry for your troubles, because that's the one that you would have loved. Yeah, but he's 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 quite odd, and he doesn't talk a lot. And you get him on a bad day, he'll just sit there saying nothing. So I I don't know. You're probably better off not meeting him. But I, I always, well, I think I probably would have liked to meet him. Anyway. anyway, that that's that story out of the way, and that's my bit out of the way. What's your wild card? My wild card is one that we have talked about before, but Wally the Walrus. Oh he's yeah, huge. Now. Yeah, well he would be. He's a walrus. He's a walrus. He's on his European world tour and yep. he's uh, been sighted along the Cork coast. It's from breakingnews.ie. And we should watch from a distance, but do not approach the Arctic walrus who has arrived in the past few days, a zoologist has said. Thank you, Professor Emer Rogan from UCC. So he appears not to be fully grown, despite the fact that he's absolutely gigantic. And I've seen him sitting in boats and he basically dwarfs the whole boat and the boat kind of tilts to one side. So he's not inherently dangerous. But he could still hurt some if they went too close. And uh, we don't know actually whether he's a male or a female, but we call him Wally. So his tusks, or her tusks, their tusks, are still relatively short, suggesting they're not fully grown, but it looks like a large animal. People need to respect it and give it the space it needs. Also, if we get a gift like that, um, I hope, I think he's, I read another article a couple, a week or two ago saying, or whenever he first arrived, mm. I think that he was eating everything and it was a bit <laughs> awkward. But we like him now. I saw on Twitter the other day that that the wall was trying to get onto a boat. Did you see that? I've I've seen him on a boat. Well, trying to get onto the boat. He looked like me trying to get out of the deep end in the swimming pool. (laughs) You know, when you're having real trouble trying to like and it took it took about about a minute, I think, to get on. Uh, It was it was funny to watch. But yeah, a walrus. That's a it's a big yoke. It's a big yoke and local boat, boat owners, boat owners boat began owners. taking the boat owners. They began taking their boats from the water because uh, a five meter boat went missing from its mooring and was found sunk at the mooring. So yeah. we think that probably has something to do with the animal. So we don't know what the animal's doing here. So hold on, he's going, he's going around sinking boats. He's probably, you know, what's he doing? Going out, having a few drinks, get maybe a bit yeah. too many. Oh, I'm going to sink a boat. There's a <laughs> boat in my way. Get out of the way, boat. He's having a great time. He's on his holidays, but we're not to approach him. I feel like you shouldn't approach wild animals anyway. You mm. just leave, leave them be and let them do their thing. But don't go near the walrus. No, thank you. Actually, speaking of wild animals, and I hate to bring dogs up again. It's something I heard during the week and I thought was interesting. Um, you have to, yes, you have to have a license for a dog. You do. The, you can't get a license for a cat. The reason is they're they're deemed a wild animal. Really? Well, well I heard this on news talk. Horrible things into the house. They do. Ah, hold on. And hold on. What did Stevie bring to you? <laughs> a lovely gift. Mm. That was a gift from her heart. Yes. It's not. It's not her fault that it was a dead bird's wing. Exactly. She brought me a dead frog, a decomposing frog once as well when I was very ill, which was really nice of her. <laughs> we left it in the bathroom oh. as I was getting sick. It oh. was a really, really intense moment. Very good. Yeah. Can't get yeah. that. Can't get that out of my head now for the rest of no, the day. No, neither can I, and I had to remove it as well. Myself. <laughs> it was awful. Jeez. Oh, you love your dog. I am obsessed with my dog. Yeah, why wouldn't you be? Who are you waving at? My dad is waving in the window. All right, he's going. <laughs> he's, everybody's going, yeah. And this is um, the level of professionalism. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think, as I've already because mentioned. My house is being, my house is no roof. Yes. My house is undergoing <laughs> intense building work, and so I have to spend um, Monday to Friday in my parents' house. They're not usually here, and they're here today, and that's why everything's going terribly wrong. Isn't that great? 
It's brilliant, but don't touch the walrus. Oh, definitely don't. Um, we don't have time for my my wild card. I which, hate when that happens. Which is fine. But we've two things, because Mel, uh, the sideshow uh, social media Mel, um, yes. put up a thing during the week. Well, firstly, she's still waiting for you to use Twitter. Um, yes. The to-do list. She is. Because yes. she actually listens to the podcast and remembers things. Yes, we have a, we have threatened a lot of, of topics that never came up. On the to-do list, um, yes. for you, watch Carry okay. On Cleo. Yes, I, I need to source it first and then I need to watch it. <laughs> Again, that's my, my that's a good impression of Sid James. <laughs> um, I'm sure it is. You do good impressions, even if you say so yourself. Well, okay, exactly. <laughs> so you should. Modesty, you should. Mo- modesty forbids. Um, and, but you've no idea who Sid James is. I know from having watched clips. Mm. Like I know culturally in the ether who he is. You need to watch Carry On Cleo because you're getting a history program there at the same time. Okay. I'm assuming it's completely factually accurate. Absolutely. Cleopatra, Amazing. Mark Anthony, the whole lot, they're all in there. Brilliant. Great hair. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then my <laughs> one is to swim in the sea and get pictures. Yes. Now, nobody wants to see pictures of, of me swimming in the sea. However... Oh, we all want to see uh, pictures of you swimming in the wish, sea. I wouldn't wish it on anyone. I'm I'm working down in, I think I said this last week, working down in, in, Wexford. in Wexford on Monday and Tuesday. And I will have some time Monday evening, I hope. Um, I'm going to go down to Ross Lair because it's close to where I'm, I'm filming. And I will see if the, if the sea is not as rough as it was the last time I was down there. I will get in. I think it would do the world of good. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm able to get in now time. that my, my feet are fixed. Yeah. Are they completely fixed? Um, n- Not really. Okay. Will they become more fixed? Oh, they will. Yeah. No, I think that the left one, which was broken, uh, just takes a little bit longer. It's still niggling. Uh, okay. The sprain on the right one. Uh, every time I say it. The sprain on the right one is, uh, is, is more or less gone. Yeah. I do know someone who broke both of his legs at the same time. Oh. Well while wrestling somebody in a bar for fun and it right. wasn't that fun in the end but he went to the gym every day he was so angry that he just went and he, he built his upper body up so so massively in those two months that he had to recoup that he had this <laughs> huge upper body and and um, these two broken legs he's going around like Thor or something from the waist up <laughs> yeah it was very funny wasn't Dave it wasn't was it? funny there was not Dave. No, it was not Dave. Dave is very moderate. Dave would never break anything. He's very careful. Ah. Yes. And he also would never overdo anything. He's very, um, yeah, he's, he's a, Dave is Mr. Moderation. Hmm. Yeah. Two squares of dark chocolate every day. Every day. Every day. 85% moderate. That's well, all. Well, it's pretty strong, but the two square and a half to two squares, he's, um, he's Mr. Discipline. That is all you need. And that is all, that is just about our lot for today. Well, thank you very much for listening again. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Thanks, Shay. This podcast is sponsored by Shay and Dogs. Exactly. Sponsored by the DSPCA. Yes, Dogs Trust and other others. Other dog things. Yeah. <laughs> it's, no, it's not, just in case we get legal action. No, it's not. <laughs> exactly. No, it's not. Um, no, we just we do this for fun. Um, but yes, if you would like to leave a rating, that would be very generous of you, but it would help other people find the podcast. Oh, very good. Follow us on Twitter at Look at Podcast, and your suggestions or stories are welcome. Look at at uniquemedia.ie. I'm Al Dunn. I'm Neve Bennett, and Mel is wonderful, and I'm sorry for everything as per usual. Social media Mel will be looking after the social media during the week because we don't know how to do it. 
We're going to have to get it on the podcast someday for like a five minute roundabout. She post. has suggested that, you know, if, yeah, when, when you're not available, it. that uh, she would come in. God, I'd love that. She's I'd angry. Love that. I'd love that. She's angry. She should come in anyway. <laughs> She's great fun. <laughs> All right. We'll see you next week. Bye. Look it. 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 Look